You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, the first sports topic of the night. We're an hour in and we're just getting to sports, sports, sports. Yeah, that's how we roll sometimes. Welcome back to the Lake Show. News Talk 830 WCCO. Pretty significant event this past Sunday, something called the Super Bowl. And I say something called the Super Bowl because the Minnesota Vikings are never a part of it. But somebody that is well-versed in it here in recent memory, his name is Josh Klingler, former co-worker of mine at 610 Sports Radio, co-host of Fesco in the Morning on from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. and currently sideline reporter for the Chiefs Radio Network. I'm wondering, is he... Hungover, or is he still on a bender? And he's joining us now on the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Kling, how you feeling? Well, you're you're an hour in, and like we used to say, Kansas City, talk Chiefs, right? <laughs> so let's go, man. Uh, it's, it's pure adrenaline, still, yeah, pure adrenaline from uh, from a wild weekend, a wild season, and and uh, boy, it's it it doesn't it doesn't get old being in that game, and it's 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 it's. it's Great to win another one um, now after what uh, you know four measly years. I mean, it's 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 funny. It's been it's been such a run that it's just kind of hard to put into words. And you know, a lot of NFL cities are probably you know throwing stuff at Kansas City right now. I get it. Hey, Josh, you're living the good life, man. Like like I was there when the Chiefs got good with Andy Reid, and you had Alex Smith. And I think when I was getting uh, getting ready to exit the building was when Patrick Mahomes was taking over. But, man, he's just been remarkable. The organization has been remarkable. The way that they've dominated the AFC West is nothing short of spectacular. But let's go back to the start of this year, okay? There's some turnover. The big name that everybody's concerned about leaving the building is Tyreek Hill. Um, look, I think that there were certainly some people questioning the Kansas City Chiefs. But do you think that that they were as big an underdog as maybe people are trying to make them um, out to be now that they won the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, it could have completely backfired, um, and there's no doubt about it because everybody knew Tyreek Hill was walking out as a really good player, and so that absolutely could have backfired. Now, did they have a a, a good p- plan B for that? Yeah, absolutely, and they backfilled nicely, and they they in- increased, they strengthened the the entire wide receiver core. It wasn't as top heavy, certainly, but from top to bottom, it was better quality. You know, one through you know five or six in that room, and so. But it could have backfired tremendously, and also what could have backfired was having, uh, you know, a rookie corner starting the season, and eventually three rookie corners played a heck of a lot of time uh, in the in the secondary for this team. A rookie started on the defensive line, um, so and it's very easy. I just kept tell people, Henry, it's very easy. You just draft an all-world quarterback. You have the greatest uh, head coach going. And you just draft really well. I don't know why other teams don't follow this blueprint. It's just, it's just, 
it's just so easy to put together. It's become an embarrassment of riches is what it has, and there's no signs of it slowing down. You know, Kling, you are around, I mean, right now I feel like the most talented quarterback that I've seen play. Now, I'm not saying he's the GOAT yet because he is not at Tom Brady's status quite yet, but I think that he, at the end of the day, when his career is all said and done, he's absolutely going to be either approaching that or eclipsing that. And look, right now he's already a first ballot Hall of Famer and he's 27 years old. But when you're on the sideline there on Sunday in the midst of that game, at the end of that first half, where he gets kind of he gets tackled and the ankle was is tweaked and it, and it's he's re-injured it, what was the first thing that was going through your mind at that at that point in time? Well, it was the first time he he showed I thought full scale uh, pain uh, in this entire kind of ankle saga. He's he's one tough dude for sure, and I didn't think he was coming out. And Chad Henney may have been throwing on the sidelines for a little bit, the backup quarterback, but his ball cap wasn't coming off. I mean, you, he shaked off the, the trainers pretty quickly after that play. And I know that some of the mic'd up sound has now come out from NFL films. And he kind of told everybody, you know, I'll be okay. But he showed probably the most pain he has through his entire thing in any you know, like visible way in front of, you know, the fans and in the game. Uh, but I never thought he was coming out. Now, did the 30-minute halftime help? Probably so. It's a lot, lot longer Super Bowl halftime. Uh, probably uh, bought him some time to, to get ready and extra tape and whatever else they did to, to magically keep him together. But never thought he was coming out. But, yeah, you, every, with every hit and with every hit that seems to land right now on that ankle, you thought, is this the one? Is this the one that, that's going to, to finally get him? And luckily for the Chiefs, it was not. Talking about and recapping the Super Bowl from this past weekend involving the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs defeating the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35 in Arizona. We're talking to Josh Klingler, sideline reporter for the uh, Chiefs Radio Network as well as co-host of Fesco in the Morning on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Josh Klingler. All right, Kling, I was there when Travis Kelsey was drafted. Uh, We saw him in training camp up at St. Joe. And you could see the signs that he was going to be that he was going to be good, right? Like he had the swagger, he had the confidence, he had the moves. Uh, but then, remember, he ended up getting injured, and he had the micro fracture in that rookie season, and that uh, kind of put him on the shelf. But the rest is history, man. Like he's been not only just remarkable; he's put together a Hall of Fame career, and I guess is in the debate for greatest tight end of all time. Per, you know, I think that he is the greatest tight end of all time. I think that he had clumps Gronk. Uh, I just think that the way that he's played the position has been nothing short of remarkable. But what what do you think is the biggest, most motivating thing that you've seen out of Travis Kelsey the last three or four years that has taken to him to this all-world Hall of Fame level? Well, and, and you're right. The start of his career wasn't so great. They also took a chance on him, if you remember. Yeah. Um, you know, he was a guy that had had a little bit of baggage to him, and 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 Jason Kelsey, his brother, of course, the Eagles center. Andy Reid talked to talked to Jason about him before they uh, selected him, and then had the had the surgery on the knee and was a non-factor. Not to mention, this town um, had had loved, still loved uh, Tony Gonzalez at that period of time, who was considered probably the greatest tight end. And I thought, oh, there's no way Tony G was everybody's guy. <laughs> you know, like there's there's no way that you could have you know, almost back to back at that position, be this good. And, and he's better. Um, his numbers are ridiculous. His playoff numbers are now approaching ridiculousness. He's, and, that, and that's just all pass catchers, not just tight ends. And I, I tend to call him a pass catcher because 
He's not a wide receiver. He's definitely a tight end, um, but um, he he puts up numbers like any wideout around. Uh, I know fantasy players know that uh, for sure. He's a guy that's underpaid as well, especially when the wide receiver market uh, jumped this past off season. But you know, I think it's his maturity that's been the, the biggest thing. He was, uh, you know, he could be a little bit of a wild card early in his career too. Got unnecessary flags, um, was kind of chatty on the field, and um, while he will be, you know, vocal when he gets the microphone, and he will get again tomorrow when they do the victory parade, um, he is a guy that's uh, that's really matured into a leader on this team and a, and a guy others follow, and he's a hard worker. I think that's what's been a huge thing, and you kind of roll your eyes and oh, everybody works hard. No, the Chiefs have had a tone set by their three hardest workers happen to be their three best players in uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and defensive lineman Chris Jones, and and everybody falls in line behind them. And so you don't always have that on a team, and it's come together this way where your your best players are also your hardest workers, and, and it's hard to – you don't want to let those guys down. And, and I think that that's the biggest evolution to me of Travis Kelsey. I think the best thing that can be said about the Kansas City Chiefs organization – is that you just mentioned it. You look at guys like Travis Kelsey, and you look at Patrick Mahomes, you look at Chris Jones, who wasn't even a first-round pick. I think he was a second-round pick that year. Correct. Um, yeah. Is that they've they've reached their potential. Like, like there, there's a lot of organizations that draft players that get nothing near the potential out of said player. The Chiefs continue to do that year after year after year. Yeah, and the scary part is, is they've drafted really well the last two years. Um, uh, Nick Bolton, who had the scoop and score in the Super Bowl, probably should have been a, a pro bowler. He's just uh, going to be entering his third year next season. Um, they they drafted, what, 10, 10 players, all of which were on the roster, Henry, all season long. Now, not everybody contributed, but seven of the 10, eight of the 10 played quite a bit. And you entered them into a Super Bowl contender. Um, so that's the dangerous part. They become really good at drafting too. <laughs> if you're the rest of the league, you're like, Oh my gosh, they got Mahomes and they got Andy Reid and they can draft. Um, so, and they're not afraid to get away from a big contract. If they feel like that they can, you know, supplement it, you, know, you lose Tyree kill and you pick up Marquez Valdez Scantling and, and Juju Smith Schuster and, and you draft a sky more and you're just like, okay, we'll, we'll fill different ways. They're not afraid to do that either. So, uh, they put together a really nice overall program. Not enough people probably know the GM Brett Beach's name uh, because Andy Reid's such a big presence uh, as the uh, the head coach. But uh, the the GM gets a lot of credit too, and his staff because uh, they've got this thing humming right now. All right, last thing for you, Kling. I, I, I wish I could be there. I'm not. Um, but the next time that I come to uh, Kansas City, which I think will be next month, I'll uh, I'll check in with you before I come that way. But uh, what is what is the uh, the pregame for the parade tomorrow? Oh boy! Um, unfortunately, we have a morning show. You can't you can't pregame as well, right? I mean, uh, it's it's very early in the morning. But um, man, I, mean, I was thinking that maybe you'd be sidelining the parade. Come on, Kling. <laughs> well, I did do that for the Royals parade. I was the I was I, I, my first ever play by play of a parade was in 2015 when the when the Royals won the World Series. I know so, because I was me, me and Binkley were in <laughs> studio and you guys were amongst the masses. Yeah, so yeah, we'll be well. Yeah, we'll be down in, at the. Uh, we're kind of towards the tail end of the parade, near where the uh, the Union Station is in Kansas City, where the where the the main stage will be. But we'll be along the parade route for sure. They're expecting, um, you know, half million plus tomorrow uh, to to be uh, waiting around to see this team, you know, come down downtown and and have a, a big party in the in the downtown as well. So yeah, it's going to be a, a wild scene. 
um, the the T-shirts and hats and everything that's been purchased over the last 48 hours at every uh, outlet in town that have you know something with Super Bowl champs on them uh, never gets old. Uh, it's it's fun to replenish the wardrobe, and we've been lucky enough to have uh, you know a lot of T-shirts and and hats to acquire over the last few years. I hear you, man. Well, congratulations again on another championship, man. I, the window was still wide open with Patrick Mahomes and some of the young guys you guys just recently drafted. Uh, I'll check in with you when I'm there next month, and uh, I'm going to try to make my way over to Rally House and give me some merch as well. That's perfect. That's perfect. We're there today. They're unloading trucks as we speak, Henry. <laughs> we'll, get you, we'll get you a Chiefs T-shirt to take back, uh, take back to the north. I appreciate you, my man. Be well. You too. All right, take care. That's uh, Josh Klingler, sideline reporter for the uh, Kansas City. I mean, just imagine. Just imagine. <sighs> I don't want Being on, on the sideline when the clocks go all the way down to zero and you're the champions of the world. Like, Kling is loving life. Yeah. He has been a part of two championships now. Yeah. Two. Now, mind you, yes. he also works I for. I know. What? No, I'm just. What are you saying? You know what? What I'm do you just, know? No, I'm just about the KU connection, the Kansas Jayhawks. I'm just mad. I mean, just I mean, you, you, you stay mad, stay mad. That's fine. That's all good. Dude, my whole life is my. I'm, I'm pissed from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to bed. Man, my life is lived in misery. I appreciate Clay coming on and um, rubbing it in a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I like that. A little bit, man. It's a lot of salt in that wound, man. You know what though? You, you you can't hate on it because there are a lot of people from Minnesota that you know live down in Kansas City, you know live in Missouri. So it's well, hold on. Missouri was just getting their butts whooped on ESPN two, and now you change it to Bucks and Boston. What what's up with that? Because I why got, can't we watch Missouri get crushed? It was forty five to eighteen at the half. We know what's going to happen. What's, what's the score like, now? I don't know. I don't know. It's probably like sixty to fifteen. You know, Missouri's probably lost points. No no comeback. No, I got money on this game. You know? I mean, go Giannis, go Giannis, go. All right, coming up next, we'll take a look at the scoreboard. True. We'll do that next year on The Lake Show. Man. De La Soul. Little buddy, native tongues, tropical quest. Welcome back to The Lake Show. We'll jump out of De La Soul into a scoreboard, get you updated on things that are happening in the association in uh, NCAA basketball. And the Wild are off tonight, but they're back in action tomorrow night. But I'm sure there's probably still some NHL going on. Oh, yeah. There's some NHL going on. But let's, uh, let's go ahead and kick it off with some major, uh, some major NBA action. As, uh, let's go ahead and kick it out there, H. Lake. Let's start with Toronto and the Raptors. They're up on the Orlando Magic, 57-54. Three and a half minutes left to go in the first half. Jalen Suggs. 12 points to lead the Magic. Jakob Portal. Some people would call him Potal, but I called him Portal because I put an R in there. Wanted to roll the R, and it really didn't work. 14 points. Like the transfer portal? Yes, yes. Well, he did transfer from San Antonio up to Toronto. So I guess you could uh, you could make the But right now the Raptors up on the Magic by three. 90 seconds left to go in the first half in Milwaukee. Good one shaping up between the Celtics and the Bucks. The Celtics without Jason Tatum tonight, without uh, Marcus Smart, without Jalen Brown, but Derek White, another former Spur. 
He's got 12 points. The Celtics lead the Bucks 60 to 58. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo 14.6 boards so far as the Bucks. He's trail. been a good fit there so far. White has. Yeah, he he really has. He's been playing well. Yeah, he has. And uh, you know they got Malcolm Brogdon back from that Achilles injury, so Celtics have some depth. I mean, and, and we'll get into that coming up a little bit in the next segment. Uh, Kings and the Suns. They are going to tip off in about a half hour in Phoenix. The Clippers hosting the Warriors tonight and the Trailblazers. They're hosting the Washington Wizards. Of course, the Wizards are going to be in Minnesota coming up on a Thursday. Final game for the Wolves before the NBA All-Star break. That's right. You'd like to see a a solid outing from the Wolves going into the All-Star break because you want to have a, you want to have some momentum heading into that break. And we want to send Anthony Edwards off to the All-Star game the right way. I think he needs to go for 70 then against the Wiz. I just want to win. I want to win, and I want Ant to be healthy. Then he can go to You just Utah. said you want him to go for 70. Eh, as long as they win. 70 and a win. I'd like that. Let's get to the NHL. The Minnesota Wild, you'd mentioned, they are off tonight. They continue to struggle a night after losing to the Florida Panthers. The Panthers. <laughs> you lost to the Panthers. <laughs> Oh, Dios mio. That sucks, man. I, I mean, I don't care that it was a shootout, but you lost to the Panthers. Uh, for the one Florida Panther fan out there listening, I'm sorry. The Canadians shutting out the Blackhawks one and nothing. Five and a half minutes left to go in the second period there. The Hurricanes and the Capitals, uh, they are tied at two. Halfway through the second period there, I believe... Uh, uh, Alex Ovechkin is actually on paternity leave, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, is he? Right now, yeah. Okay. So uh, I don't believe there's uh, any, any Alex. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, you know maybe the best hockey player in the world. Leave. I wish I had some. I mean, not now, but when we had our daughter. But yeah, I never had paternity leave. Uh, Devils and the Blue Jackets tied at one. The first intermission, first intermission. Long Island, the Islanders and the Senators are scoreless. The Blues. There you go. Lay it on the Panthers. One and nothing. St. Louis, the Blues over the Panthers. Seven minutes left to go in the first period there. The Kraken and the Jets up in the peg. They're scoreless. Eight minutes left to go in the first period there. Later on tonight, the Dallas Stars still hate them. Always have, always will. They are hosting the Boston Bruins. The Avalanche always uh, have hated the Avalanche, too. Hosting the Lightning and the Sharks hosting the Penguins later on. So uh, that's what we've got there. And, yes, we will get to some college basketball. Your your Kansas Jayhawks, they are in uh, Stillwater. Stillwater, yeah. Stillwater taking on Oklahoma State. That game's going to tip off in about a half hour. Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, Another Big 12 game, K-State. Hey. They are in uh, Norman taking on the Oklahoma Sooners. I'm not a fan, but that 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 might be an in- interesting game to watch. Yeah, it uh it is I mean Oklahoma, you look at I mean they're they're 2 and 12, 2 and 10 in the Big 12. Uh 12 and 13 overall, but I think that Oklahoma I mean Iowa State too has been a little bit of a surprise to me in the in, in the Big 12 this they year. They went to tank a little bit. Yeah. In the last couple weeks couple they went weeks, to tank. Yeah. Uh let's see, you've got uh, Syracuse up on 23rd ranked NC State 59-56. The Creighton Blue Jays and Providence, the Friars. All tied. Yeah, tied at 60 with nine minutes left to go in the second half. And find the uh, Battle of the Tigers. Auburn up in Missouri, 59-25. So, there we go. Auburn, 59, Missouri, 25. Yikes. 20. No, that's 30. Oof. oof. That's 34 points. Oof. oof. Yeah. Oof. Oof. 
They got seven points so far in the second half. Oh, the second half just started, though. Anyway. Well, that's a touchdown and an extra point, though. If you look at it that way, they've scored okay in the second period. Auburn has 14. I'm not, I don't care about Auburn. I'm oh. just looking at Mizzou. I'm not looking at that bottom Tiger. I'm looking at the top Tiger. Sorry. Top feel, Tiger scored, you know. I feel bad for you. So, yeah. Well, you know. All right, coming up next, it's going to wrap up the scoreboard. It's time for Around the NBA. That's next here on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. We typically, during the course of the NFL season, we go around the NFL. But now that the NFL season is over and we're in the midst of the NBA and the NHL, we might as well keep the ball rolling, keep it going, keep the momentum going. Let's go around the NBA. All right, let's do it with a little uh, old school John Tesh, the NBA on NBC. I love that. All right, cool. so John Tesh, look at you. I know. You go. Yeah. So can Mike Conley successfully stir the Anthony Edwards, Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns drink? Like, can he be the guy to distribute the ball oh, absolutely. and make this thing go? Absolutely. I th- Mike Conley's <laughs> – there's no comparison between the careers of Mike Conley Jr., and D'Angelo Russell. Mike Conley Jr. has been a better basketball player at D'Angelo Russell. The only difference between the two right now is that one is much younger than the other. Because D'Angelo Russell's only, what, 28? Something like that, 27 yeah. or 28. Yeah, I thought, I, Mike Conley Jr. is much older. Mike 35, Conley is 34. 34, 35. Something like that. So, And Mike Conley's starting to slow down a little bit, but mm-hmm. Mike Conley's still got a couple of years left. So, yeah, no. In terms of a pure point guard, mm-hmm. Mike Conley can be a successful point guard for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm not saying that he is going to be a guy that down the stretch when you need to get buckets, that he's the guy that's going to be jacking up shots. Mm-hmm. That's not his role, though. He'll that's get not the, how he plays the he'll game. He'll get the ball to somebody that can get the shot. He just He's a distribute first guy. Yeah. I, I thought last night as things seemed like they were unraveling for the Wolves, I was thinking to myself, thank goodness it's Mike Conley. Because D'Angelo Russell was streaky with those turnovers, especially late. I, just, I felt comfortable with Mike Conley having that ball late. So two big moves. Russell's 26, by the way. He is 26, okay. Yep. Okay. So that's, you know, he's, he's going. He's, he's gonna nine, years, nine he, years younger. He's going to be playing for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. And Conley is, yeah, because he's 35. Yep. 35, okay. Better move. Kevin Durant to Phoenix or Kyrie Irving to Dallas? Oh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant to Phoenix. Like, are you talking about in terms of the player or are you talking about in terms of what you gave up to get the player? In terms of, like, where where it elevates the team. Oh, Phoenix. Okay. I mean, Phoenix, I think most people feel like Phoenix is the team to beat now. You got Booker, you got KD, you got CP3, and you mm-hmm. got DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. That's, that's tough. They did give up a, a lot of depth. So Phoenix right now, they're not deep, yeah. but they're very top-heavy, which leads me into my next question. Right now, who was the team to beat? In the, well, actually, before we get that, let me ask you, why didn't it work in Brooklyn? You got James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Just a few years ago, Like this was supposed to be the new super team, and two out of those, well, all three of them are gone. Too many selfish players. Okay. Most notably, Kyrie, and what has been speculated and stated is that when Kyrie didn't want to get the jab and get the vaccination, that rubbed James Harden the wrong way. James Harden's like, dude, 
if we're not all in, I want out. Mm-hmm. And so then he gets out of Philly, and Philly already was was looking at Ben Simmons sideways. So then they make the swap there. That didn't help anything because it's a dramatic drop off from James Harden to, to Ben Simmons. And then Durant and Kyrie weren't necessarily seeing eye to eye. Remember last summer, Durant asked for a trade, and then what ended up happening? He asked for a trade, and then people were like, whoa, what does this mean? He ended up staying. Yeah. Then Kyrie gets traded, and then KD. And then KD gets traded. So I, I, I put the blame at Kyrie, then on KD, and then on and then Harden. James Harden. It's funny, too, because – you know, people are already asking Kyrie because he's a free agent. Like Dallas gave up a lot. Yep. And considering they don't even know if they're going to be able to resign him, they don't know. Yeah, and, and Kyrie's already like, "Well, I don't want to talk about it." He's. I kinda- think. That, I think that that's more for the team than him. Mm-hmm. I think that. I think that what happened there is Mark Cuban said, "We're not talking about contracts, man. We're going to play this thing out. We'll see where it goes because they they need to make sure that he's going to be a good citizen." <laughs> so I'm dead yeah. serious. You know, I, I so, know. Well, so, that's, so, that's so, why so, I laugh. So, so the reason why they're letting him know, like, we're not talking no contract. So because if he if he's bringing up contract and mm-hmm. he's a distraction right now, yeah. that makes him look worse. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know what to make of Kyrie at this point because Cleveland said he was going to be there. Uh, what, Boston said he was going to be there. The Nets said he was going to be there. It's like. You're like the you're like the guy who's going to commit to the relationship, and then you see the next hot girl, and you're like, "I'm gone. I'm gonna be with her." And then deuces. You keep, yeah, exactly. That's what he's given everybody. Okay, so now let's get to the favorite in the West. Is it the Suns? Does it be with the Nuggets? Does it be with the Nuggets? Oh my God, I've got to learn how to talk tonight. The Mavs, the Grizzlies, or anybody else? It's clearly the Suns. Okay. Then after that, I think it. Mm, oof, this is tough. It's not the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have went in the tank ever since John Morant said, oh, we're fine in the West. We're fine in the West. Yeah, yeah. y'all fine in the West, all right. <laughs> yeah. Y'all getting y'all butts kicked in the West. I mean, I, can you – I know the Nuggets – I mean, if Jamal Murray's healthy, like, he's been balling out of his mind. And, of course, you got, you know, the, the guy's a two-time MVP. I can't really bet against Nikola Jokic. The, again, the, the Suns, you look at them, they're stacked. I think it's the Suns, the Nuggets, and after that, it's probably it might be the Grizzlies. Over the Mavs? Mm. They're I mean, more we, balanced yeah. than the Mavs, but the Mavs got that star power. They do. I mean, they, they've got those two guys that, I mean, that's they're a handful. So yeah. how concerned should the Warriors be about Steph's injury? Because now it's like he's going to be reevaluated after the All-Star break. So... What turned out to be maybe a two or three week uh, injury, all of a sudden that's starting to linger. How concerned should the Golden State Warriors be about Steph? They should be very concerned because you're not winning a championship without Steph. That's how concerned you should be. That's just the reality of it. You're going nowhere without Steph Curry. Steph Curry, you can make the argument top five or six ever. Yeah. I mean, greatest shooter ever. Oh, by far. Yes. And, and, I, and I love Reggie Miller, but I think he. I mean, Steph can put it up from anywhere, and you you feel confident that he's going to be able to drain it. Without him playing, they're yeah. done. Yeah. All right, so finally, it sounds like Russell Westbrook is going to be bought out of Utah. Color me shocked. Not really. Russ in Utah, I mean, that just doesn't seem to work. Is he worth an addition to any team? Like is, Russell is, Westbrook to the Timberwolves. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Lake's going to make it happen. I mean, if you're a contender, are you really trying to I, – I, if I was a GM, I would not touch him right now. Wait till the offseason and see where he's at. Yeah. But I just don't – I don't bring. I don't think you bring him into your locker room right now. What's the benefit? No, if you're a successful team, you're a successful unless you team. Have a, unless you have a, uh, a big injury. Yeah. And, I mean, to me, it's like – if I would not see a, a, a contending team because you're a contending team with what you've got. Yep. I mean, you've seen that Russ, he could upset the entire ecosystem. So, yeah, I, I'm like you. I'm not touching Russ Westbrook. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. All right, that's going to wrap up around the NBA. Coming up next, we get into headlines on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830 WCCO. It's time for headlines here with uh, myself and Christopher Tubbs. Christopher Tubbs, he's going to go through the headlines, and I'll react to them. All right, let's get to it. H. Lake, are you uh, are you ready for the great Minnesota get-together? Not quite. I mean, I'll get there eventually. Okay. Well. You know, it's... Like the moment that you bring it up, uh-huh. then all of a sudden you you think about it. Seriously. Yeah. Then it, before you know before you know it, you're there. Well, if you want to be there to see the chicks, well, guess what? They've announced their second act that's gonna play the grandstand, and it is the the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, yeah. Known as just the chicks yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. With special guest Wild Rivers, they're gonna appear Friday, August twenty fifth. Tickets start at $77, will be on sale this Friday through Etix. Last week, the fair announced that Duran Duran, band so good they had to name it twice, will perform on Thursday, August 31st. The grandstand tickets for that show will go on sale on Thursday. So I'd, I'd see Duran Duran. Um, what do you, what, are you a fan of the chicks? I'm not necessarily a country person, no, but, but now I haven't heard enough of their catalog. Mm-hmm. To make any determination about whether I'm a fan or not. Yeah, they're they're okay. You know, I'm I'm not a big. I used to be a country music DJ at Real One, uh, Real Country 102 KRCQ. Are you serious? Yeah, Real Country 102 KRCQ in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. And well, I, I get stories about that, but yeah, <laughs> I uh, I like I like what the chicks stand for. Let me say that. So uh, I I appreciate what they do. So it was between them or uh, Shadaisy was also a big female country band back in the uh, the late 90s. Don't ask me why I know that. Well, mm-hmm. because I did country music. It's amazing that I got out of country music. Cause that's what I did up in Fargo and I, they needed somebody to voice track and stuff. Hey, um, Mars Wrigley was fined nearly $15,000 by an Occupational Safety and Health Administration, otherwise known as OSHA, for an incident last summer where two people fell into a chocolate tank. The violation detail document from OSHA explained that employees from a company were cleaning tanks at an Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania, Mars Wrigley factory, including a Dove chocolate batching, a 20-micron tank on June 9th. Now, according to the Lancaster Online newspaper, quote, more than two dozen emergency personnel responded to the factory shortly after 2 p.m. that day. Per dispatch reports cited by the outlet, the individuals were not floating around in a vat of chocolate and first responders were having trouble getting them out of the tank. Now, rescue units had to cut a hole in the bottom of the order to free the employees, according to dispatch reports. Uh, They cited dispatch reports saying that people in the tank were not hurt and that chocolate was believed to be about waist high. They said that fire crews have eliminated pulling them straight out of a tank. Uh, They had to cut a hole in the side of the tank to get them out. 
Wow, that's something. It's like some Willy Wonka type <laughs> stuff there. What's going on here? Uh, hey, that's quite the ordeal there. Uh, I well, see, I thought it was like some sort of Willy Wonka stuff. Like I'm like, <laughs> really? You know, oompa loompa doopity doo. I got chocolate for you. Chocolate tank. Yeah. Uh, or or remember remember the um what was the what was the movie uh oh what was the name of my my movie my guys from SCTV uh, um. Strange Brew. Oh, yeah. Remember Strange Brew yeah. when they found the, in, the, yeah. in the tank? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's one of my favorites, yeah. man. Strange Brew. Strange Brew. And he had drank all that beer. Bob and Doug McKenzie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. yes. What you know about that? I, know. I got it on DVD. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, no. I, I know all about Strange Brew. Oh, yes. Uh, speaking of Strange Brews, Pepsi's bringing back their Peeps-flavored pop, and this time it's easier than an Easter egg hunt to find. For the first time, Pepsi Times Peeps is available for sale at retailers nationwide, a change from its debut two years ago when it only gave away a few thousand in a contest. Now, Pepsi said in a statement that the mass release was prompted by popular demand following their, quote, unforgettable debut in 2021 when it trended everywhere and sold for hundreds of dollars on the resale market. Uh, yeah, no. I'm hard pass. I, I like peeps. I mean, come on. Hold on. Come on. I, come I, on. I can, no. Not every idea is a good idea. So peeps flavored soda? Like who greenlighted that? I, I just don't understand. Like, I, no, sir, I'm legit. Who does that? No. I mean, obviously, there was some sort of market research, and they found out that people wanted this peep. To me, it's a novelty. Like, people Pepsi are going to want Pepsi and it. peeps? Pepsi and peeps. Peep the peps. Peep the peps. That's so gross. I mean, that's just, it just, that's gross. I'm kind of curious about it. I, I am. The, the more that, the more that we talk about You're it. You're a weirdo. Well, I mean, you are. Well, that's true, but I mean, are we talking about this story? Or are we just talking in general? Because I, I'm, dude, you know, I'm, damn I'm, well that Pepsi as a product mm-hmm. with Peeps, yeah. flavored. That's just gross. Oh, it absolutely is. But I feel like I have to try it to see how nasty it is. Would you drink some hot Cheetos Pepsi? Well, no, because that's stupid. why. Because that's stupid. Oh, and Peeps isn't any more stupid. Hey, okay. well, it's what would you rather have, Peeps and Pepsi or Pepsi and milk? Because Pepsi and milk is a thing. I don't that, know who does That's equally it. as gross. Dude, Pepsi and milk, I'm, I, think we, I think it was one, a, a topic that we had one time. Yeah. Like people would put milk and Pepsi together. I'm good. I kid you not. All right. Well, and uh, if you're a fan of Ted Lasso while you're drinking your Pepsi, hey – you're in luck because March 15th, Ted Lasso Season 3 is going to be debuting weekly on Wednesday. It's the first time that an Apple TV Plus series has launched midweek. And uh, good for them. Like, Ted Lasso, it's a good show. I, I like it. I hate Nate. Hate Nate. Nate got to go. The Nate hate is real. I got to be honest. I've never watched one episode of Ted Lasso. Really? Oh, I haven't. You, you'll like it. It's- and, I, and I got the seasons on uh-huh. DVD because we get them through... Um, Sag. Yeah. I need to check it out. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Maybe I'll take it with me when I'm on the road this spring or summer. There you go. NBA Summer League, I'll take them with me. It'd be great to watch that with your You pe- think I'm watching Ted Lasso in the hotels in Vegas? No, of course not. With your Pepsi peeps? Yeah, you are.
Stop yeah, it. you are. You totally are. All right, coming up next, let's talk to Charles Holman from the uh, <laughs> Minnesota Spokesman Recorder. Look, he's a, a Michigan guy, and I know that he has thoughts on the shooting on the campus of Michigan State. Holman joins us next year on The Lake Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 